But this time of the morning, we get into the word. And on YouTube, we're busy with a whole series called Pleased to Meet You, Lord. And we're going through the characteristics of God. But I thought this week, let's do something a little different. You know, we do Romans 1.20 a lot. And in there, it's all about how God um, created what he created intentionally as a revelation of himself, his character, and his godliness. So if he created humans and he created us uniquely, then if he created an artist, it's a revelation of him as an artist. If you're someone who's an accountant, it's a revelation of his order of logical thinking, you know, the, the, the way that he thinks, um, the way that he's a detailed kind of person. That, that kind of thing is revealed in people who, who are um, fascinated with maths and the logic behind all of you, you understand the way that he created different people, each and every one is intentional as a revelation of himself. So I thought let's this morning celebrate God, the artist. Now I did study art. And my um, lectures, they used to say, everything that is art is not beautiful and everything that is beautiful is not art. And it makes such sense to me. I mean, God did create spiders and he thought they're beautiful. I do not agree. Vusi, are you a spider? Do you? Do you? No. 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 No, 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 no. no. I'm not. Not a fan. I, I met someone who thought they're gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. And, uh, yeah, yeah. We yeah. actually worked with. I know Charles. Charles had a, a huge spider. Yeah, people. They've got like tanks that they keep them in. Yeah, the, yeah. He with, did also. With the um, <laughs> they fascinated with him. <laughs> but um, because I studied art, I have to say, as a human, yes, our art is limited. We limited to colors. Colors that's been um, discovered so far that people could possibly reproduce in something like paint or a pencil or something. We're limited to those colors. We're limited to a canvas. It can only be yay size. Uh, maybe as big as a wall or as big as a building. I've seen people painting whole buildings and still you're limited to the size of that building. Um, we're limited to time. It, 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 you've got to make that thing, you know. We're limited to the money. It's expensive to create art, I have to say. So, And we're limited to stuff that's already been made to create something new. That's the limits we have. God creates something out of nothing. The artist in him has got no limitations whatsoever. So before we get into this, I found this poem that I think will just make your day. If we're celebrating God the artist... The poem's name is actually called God the Artist by Angela Morgan. And it says, God, when you thought of a pine tree, how did you think of a star? How did you dream of the Milky Way to guide us from afar? How did you think of a clean brown pool where flecks of shadow are? God, when you thought of a cobweb, how did you think of dew? How did you know a spider's house has shingles bright and new? How did you know the human folk would love them like they do? God, when you patterned a bird song flung on a silver string, how did you know the ecstasy that crystal call would bring? How did you think of a bubbling throat and a darling speckled wing? God, when you chiseled a raindrop, how did you think of a stem bearing a lovely satin leaf to hold that tiny gem? 
How did you know a million drops would deck the morning's hem? Why did you mate the moon the moonlit night with the honeysuckle vines? How did you know Madeira bloom distilled ecstatic wines? How did you weave the velvet disc where tangled perfumes are? God, when you thought of a pine tree, how did you think of a star? God, the artist. You know, if you think that he created music out of nothing, the concept of notes out of nothing, when you think that, that the concept of color didn't happen before he thought of that color, <laughs> the concept of beauty, of textures, different textures, and that he created life. Job 12.10 says, In his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. Because us humans, we were his top creation, the best of the best. Genesis 1.27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Now, as an artist, I can tell you, no artist creates something that they think is ugly. Or that they, that's not their taste. I mean, when I look at Vusi, that's God's taste. He likes how he created Vusi. When, when you look at yourself, and sometimes we as humans, we've got this arrogant notion that we can define beauty. And when you think through all the ages, how the definition of beauty has changed, the opinion of man, and how we all agree, yes, now that is beautiful. And yet here we come, and we serve a God who literally created each and every one of us with joy. And he says, you good. Now th this one, now this one is good. He likes your cheekbones. He likes your lips and your legs. He likes the character he put in you, that package of, of strengths and weaknesses. The whole thing, the way he put you together. He likes every hair on your head. God the artist made you a masterpiece. Ephesians 2.10. Masterpiece, nochal. And then we come and we decide, I look better than you. My taste defines beauty. No, God says each and everyone is his taste. Uh, another thing about art and artists. Art always says something about the world. It says, it says, this is normal. No, it reflects what it sees, the truth in front of it. And the other thing is, it defines the truth. It changes our opinion. Art, media is also part of art, by the way. Um, it, it literally looks and then what it sees, it reproduces as a commentary on what it does. The good and the evil. So when I'm thinking, uh, can you, in other words, imagine pollution as God the artist saying, this is the effect of the brokenness of the world. When you look out and you see the gray over his beauty and you recognize, oh, that's what it looks like. Like an off-key note. An off-key note was created as a reflection of, eh, like that. No, you would... You would think uh, if you play, if you play a chord, the beauty of everything that makes sense. Like if you play the C chord, then it's C, E, G, you know, C, E. When you play that thing like that and it's got that clear sound to it, the concept of that, just the sense of that 
was created by God, a reflection of rightness, of beauty, of peace, of order, of all of that. I'm fascinated with God the artist, with how he does this stuff. And then also what what you create is a reflection of yourself. Any artist will tell you that. It says something. That's why it's so risky sometimes to make art because you put yourself out there. So when he creates the tree, he says, look at the art. What do you think? (laughs) And so many people, so many people don't even think anything. They don't even see God who's created through his art. We're going to get to Romans 20 just now. Um, he, he uses he uses mediums and artists use paint or a, or a pencil or charcoal or, you know, anything like that. Color or black and white, the medium that he uses. Now, God has got no limitations, no limitations. I want to read you a very interesting scripture. So we look at uh, the systems out there. Let's take the weather patterns. And you think to yourself, okay, so God goes and he creates the system. And the system works like that. That's why you've got clouds out there. It's it, Just ask anyone who studies these things. It's because of high, what, lichtdruk and la, lichtdruk. You know, the stuff that they put in place like that. I want to read you Job thirty-seven twelve. Listen to this. It's talking about clouds. At his direction, they swirl around over the face of the whole earth to do whatever he commands them. Fatsua fluffy. That means, that means that when you look and you see the sun and it hits the clouds and it's got that beautiful shine around them or it goes through the clouds and it looks like he's speaking to someone in the movies. They always say, now that's God speaking to someone. God puts it there. Now you say, don't be ridiculous, Janine. You're just being literal about the word. Guess what? You can be literal about the word. What's a thought between you and God? So you're driving home tonight. Or this morning you're going to work and you see a beautiful sunrise or a beautiful sunset. The thought that each and every living color that you see at each and every cloud is God looking at you and saying, Hey, Janine, isn't this stunning? Did you see? Did you see this? Did you see? It's like him winking at you every time that sun rises or that sun sets. That's why we're doing God the Artist today. I want you to see it. That's why we've been doing his character as well. I want you to relate to your God like you've never done before. And then appreciate what he creates with such, with such love. I mean, he literally, if you're talking about mediums, time is one of his mediums. Look at us. Look at a baby. And you think, oh, that's a beautiful baby. And then this baby becomes a toddler. The toddler becomes a teenager. Teenager becomes adult who gets a baby. Then you become the oma and the opa. And then you really, really, and you see the beauty in every stage. And God liking the beauty. And here we come as people, what are we saying? We don't want to get old, you see. Pluck and oil of delay and everything that you used to put it on there. <laughs> Anything, just not a change. And yet, the God you serve likes every stage and the beauty of every stage. Every circumstance that you're in and everything that you go through. God the artist works with all of that. He works with emotions. He creates with emotions. Your your anger, your love, your um, the joy that you experience, all of it. Is some it was crea- it wasn't there. It was created 
by this godly artist of ours. Let's talk about purpose because that's the thing. When I studied art, you create something because you want to say something or you just want to make something that's beautiful. But God is so intentional with what he creates. Okay, so he creates to reveal himself. We know this. We've gone over this how many times with Romans one twenty. Literally, intentionally creating um, uh, if he wants to show his patience, he creates a cat. And he shows you physically what this looks like. Patience, contentment, what it looks like. Um, uh, a, t- a tortoise. If, if you talk, if you, there's no hurry. He's in no hurry. He doesn't need to be in a hurry. Um, if you, yes, exactly. And I slam stuck his after him. And you're thinking, he thinks it's good. If he wants to show his immensity, he creates a universe right there. He just says, and there's a universe. So that me, little Janine, on, on planet Earth can look up and say, oh, my word, my God is good. My God is great. This problem of mine, that God who did that, he's got this. It's an it's a intentional revelation to help you in life. Create a whole universe to say that. If he wants to show his, his gracefulness, he creates a swan or a, or a, um, or a horse. I'm, I'm just thinking, everything you can look at and say, what does this say about God? Um, his other purpose is his glory. Because we need a revelation of his glory. Psalms 19.1, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Psalm 19, the heavens are telling the glory of God and the firmament proclaims his handiwork. Each and every one, we need a revelation of glory so that when we worship, we know what we're doing. We, we know who we're working with here, his glory. And then he's so practical in what he creates with. Okay, so now he creates the plants. They're beautiful to look at. They're pleasing to the eye. But they also have medicinal value. Or a tree that gives shade when it's hot. Or coffee. Hallelujah. Coffee. With caffeine that helps you when you're really, really tired. Or in a bad mood. Or it's just early morning and it's time. Then caffeine is this beautiful thing that's packaged in something that tastes so great. Coffee. I can't tell you how many times I said, thank you, God. Creating coffee. So his practicality is also very interesting. And then he never creates in isolation. It's always a conglomerate. It always works together. Look at nature. One thing lives to feed something else. One thing's nutrients or one dies, it goes into the earth. The earth feeds the plants. The plants feed this animal. This animal is fed by that animal. Everything. Um, how it works together. How one insect. How many Romans 20, 120s we done that explains how these each animal is put together for reasons. How this insect that irritates you so much is there to feed something else or to um, keep populations in check or whatever the reason is. Everything works together. If there's anything that you wonder or anywhere that <laughs> you think is God now God, just look at how what he creates intermingles and works together each and everything that's why we're always when we people interfere and we kill something out and the effect of it is always so much further than we know every time we want to know better than god and change something because we know better you never know how it affects the rest of the stuff because we weren't the creators of that 
And then I want to say, you need to know that God finds joy in creating. It's not only his art is good. It's, it's, he finds joy in what we don't find joy in. And sometimes I think if we had a bigger revelation of God, the artist, we had a, a bigger river, a revelation or appreciation of people and of things, we'd look after them better knowing this one, this thing was created by God. I want to add one extra one. God used what he created sometimes to add weight to his words, even to their relationships. Remember Genesis 9, 12, and 13. God says, this is the sign of the covenant I'm making between me and you and every living creature in you. A covenant for all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Ratifying and just a line under it saying, Remember this in remembrance. So God the artist. There's much more. I've got much more that I can that I can share with you, but I think I'm gonna stand with this. We're sharing this with you because I truly believe the more we see who this God is that we serve, the more we can appreciate him, the more when we worship him, there'll be awe in our hearts. And the more moments of connection we'll have. If everything that he's, creation, that he's created is a moment of connection where you see something and you say, wow, God, that's the, well, well done. Well done. <laughs> uh, when you look at your children and how he created your genes with those of your husband or your wife, and look at how well they got together. Wow, God, you did well there. It's, it's this beauty of you enter his presence with thanksgiving. That gratefulness in your heart is something that, that I think we, we need excuses to recognize him. That's why we do God sightings on a Friday as well, is we need, we need reminding. And, and I, God, I want to ask you today, Holy Spirit, show us. We don't want to miss his goodness. We don't want to miss what he's created and set there in motion. I want to see every dew drop and think of you. Um, every person who you've created so beautifully, I want to recognize your hand in that. We want to see how you, how you change things and move things. I want to see those clouds and not just say, oh, wow, they're nice. I want to see your heart in them. Give us a beautiful, beautiful revelation of, of how personal this is for you. Um, and we want to love you by seeing it. I know as an artist, there's something beautiful about people recognizing the beauty that you're creating for them. So we want to say, wow, you did well. You did well with earth, with people, with nature, with relationships, with every little thing that you've created. Wow, it is impressive, Lord. And um, help us to do that well as well. Uh, we want to emulate you in everything. So if you can be creative through us, that'll bless us. And we'd like to bless you with just saying yes again this morning. Yes, and Holy Spirit, to ask you, open our eyes spiritually, but even right here in the physical realm um, with our natural eyes. We want to see just how you enjoyed yourself and enjoy yourself while you're still creating in us and through us and in nature every single day. You are one impressive God. And you showed it right up till the cross and every day since. So we want to honor you and we love you, Jesus. 
in your name. Amen. Amen.